quiet and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Here comes the music.
with 10 cents. Welcome back to Talking Dollars with 10 Cents. It's another beautiful Thursday night. I hope you all are enjoying yourselves. This heat wave is ridiculous. It can uh, go away, and I am done with it. I don't know about you two, Brandon and Jen, who are always joining us on these Thursday nights here at Talking Dollars with 10 Cents. How are you guys dealing with this heat? Hate it. Very thankful that I work in a building that is 68 degrees. Yeah, I keep it pretty chill in here. Yes, Brandon's office is pretty chill. It is pretty cool. It's my office as well as my home. (laughs) Yes, that's the way it should be. Nice and cool. Keep it how you like it. Well, I hope you all are doing fantastic this evening, despite the... uh, Stay cool, stay hydrated. Yeah, stay cool, stay hydrated, um, stay fresh and fly. Um, (laughs) You know. (laughs) So... Uh, you know, guys, we didn't have a show last week. We had some things. We took a week off. We all had some personal things going on. We had a summer on. break. We had a summer break. Yep. It Kids was, are uh, all out of school. Yeah. Yeah. We had to readjust. Yeah. How, how are all of you out there listening, uh, that have kids, you know, in school and they're, you know, for the listeners that your kids are grown, whatever, you don't have them and this don't pertain to you, but the ones listening that do, I know we all have kids in school and, Summer break is great. The kids love it. Parents hate it. Um, as a parent, Brandon and Jen, uh, compared to when you were a kid, like, it's not fun anymore. Summer break, like, adults don't get summer break. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. Like, and and it actually is worse because you still got... Go, 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 go. Yeah, and, and you like, still got... Office schedule and... Right? And, and, and plus their summer activities. So, yeah, it's... It's almost more than a school year of the go, go, go. I, get, I think school year probably slows you down a little bit because of, you're so routine and bedtimes because everybody has to get up early for school. And Oh, now with summer break, kid rules are right. out the window right. as far as bedtimes. Like, but parents and, still have to work. Yeah, so like parents, nothing changes for us, but everything changes well, for like, them. We had Evan signed up for a couple of like camps to keep him busy during the day and give me and his mom an opportunity to like actually do some work. And like a week out, they're just like, yeah, camp's canceled. There wasn't enough interest. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? My kid was interested and I paid. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, Did you guys get refunds? Yeah, I mean, they That's get a good. refund, but still, like, it, it, I, I don't care. I would have paid double if they would have kept the camp going. Like, right. I don't know. Sponsor a kid or some shit. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's hard, especially, and I I, I know I'm lucky because I get to work from home. I know there's some parents out there that don't have that option. You know, it's daycare or bust. You know, I get that. So maybe this is like, I don't know, not first world problems, but like a lucky parent problem. I I don't know. Like, it's frustrating when, like, I get swamped with work and they're just kind of like sitting there like, what do we do? We're bored. And, right. And, you know, you don't want them to just sit in front of the TV, but it's like, hey, you got to sit in front of the TV. Daddy's working, you know. Right. <clears throat> you so, know, do you think, so That le- let me ask you this. Do you think uh, companies should, I think they should get take that into consideration and give. give like ha- have a daycare in, in or the company. Daycare or daycare or allow do, your actually. company to work from, or allow you to work from home um, over the summer. And I know not all businesses can but there's not a lot you I can't think, do remotely. I these think days. adults should get a summer break too. They do. You're called teachers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's crap. You got to get into education. 
Yeah, but then you're in school forever because you go to school, go to college, get out, and now your career is working in a school. You're still in school? I'd kill myself. Uh, I don't know if I could do that much schooling. I mean, I know you're not doing the schooling, but you're still, you're in a school, and uh, yeah, I just, that's not fair, I what, just because that one profession, you get the summer off? Okay, what other job do you know that you get the summer off? A bus driver for the school district, there's one, I mean, that's that's about the only two I can think of. What what other job can you name, can either of you name a job that gets off for the summer? Even if it's a month, two months. <clears throat> Crab fisherman. A snowboarder. Wow. Good. Good one. That's you, you are correct. And a crab fisherman? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I don't know what their schedule I'm is. I'm pretty sure it's always cold up there. So they right. probably, there's no such thing as summer. Right, right. But I mean, a snowboarder, sure, babe. You know, that 1% that make a living doing that. I changed my People answer to snowboarder. People that work at Hidden Valley. <laughs> They do take the summer off, don't they? There's not much to do up that Hidden Valley in the summer. Ask me who takes the winter off. Lifeguards. Yeah, that's a, Surfers. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that take the summer off. The winter off. Winter off, yeah. And no, not us. We don't get summer break. Shit Jeff continues. Just, this heat's got you in a mood, man. You just fuck summer. Dude, summer I tell break. you what. You guys are talking about how it's cool down here. My knee pits are sweating right now. My, my, like, I'm not comfy. This, I took a nap it's, after It's chilly down here. I took a nap you were after crazy. work. It's, it's, okay, go ahead, tell your story. I took a nap after work, and uh, I woke up, my shirt was wet, and Jeff was like, oh, you were really drooling on yourself. I'm like, that is sweat. It was all on her chest. It was chest sweat. It was, it was boob, boob sweat. That's a lot of drool. I thought and so. And I'd have to be sleeping like this. I don't know. Get there. I don't know. Chin down. All right. Drool just coming out. Pouring out. Yeah. No, I I don't know. Okay, so I don't know if you guys know if you ever if you ever have like a heat stroke or heat uh, what's 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 the other heat exhaustion um, dehydration severe dehydration stop sweating well if you have those happen to you where you get so bad that you get like hospitalized you it does something to your body that you don't ever react to the heat the same way like once this happens is to that your what's body, wrong with you yes. Because I've worked in construction so long, like doing construction for 21 years, working on days like this when it would be hot out and we would be outside. And no matter how much you drink, you're sweating and pour and like and I had spinal meningitis uh, years ago, uh, years ago, about 18 years ago, I had it and it put me in the hospital and uh I have never been able to really take the heat like I was able to up to that point. Mm. And so I've been out of construction for seven years now, six years and working inside, but I still do a lot of outside stuff. And I tell you what, I cannot handle the outside like I used to. I, I can't do it, man. Just saying that and, same 90 degree heat we ran around in as kids. Is it hotter? I think it is. It's, it's think, that global warming. I don't know. Maybe. You think that's true? I don't know. <clears throat> so I don't know if it's 
not the same or, or like I'm humid. not the, I'm not the same. It's, it's not, yeah. <laughs> like it's I'm not, older. It's honestly the humidity too. I mean like I, 100 degree temperature is not as bad when you don't have all the humidity. And I know that's kind of a cliche Midwest thing. But it's, it's true. It's the humidity. But it is 100% it's, true. It's very much true. 100% true. You go down to Florida or like Arizona where it's like hotter than it is temperature wise. It's hotter. But it's way more bearable because you can at least breathe. Like that's the, the air is just so thick and heavy. It's just too much. So this heat wave is supposed to continue all through next week. Um, I think it drops next Friday. I think we see like 80s for a high or something like that. But um, yeah, next Tuesday, a week, yeah, next Tuesday, um, it's supposed to be 101 for the high. So like some 101, 102 officially. I, I don't think we've hit triple digits yet here, at least in St. Louis, St. Charles County and all that. Uh, it was 100 degrees Sunday or Monday. It like broke a record where it did it. It, it was it's the earliest to we've ever triple? seen a triple digit. Okay. Yeah. So and it was a hundred on the nose. So I don't follow. You know, I guess I don't watch news enough. All my weather comes from my weather app on my phone, and and uh, so if it did, I I've missed that. But I've noticed as I'm getting older. Do any of you ever look at like the humidity levels now? Like my weather app puts. Like, it'll tell you what the dew point is. It'll tell you what the humidity level is, the percentage-wise. It'll tell you, you know, high and low pressure and all that stuff. I tend to look at it more and more, and you're right. Like, so my point of the story is uh, that the day that it's supposed to be 101, the humidity is only at, like, 30%, which is really low. We had humidity the other day that was at 85% when it was a 90 two degree day and the humidity was 85 and it felt horrible so that was the point that the low humidity does make a difference and uh i don't know man just be careful out there if you're outside working stay hydrated i've been there done that and it's not fun getting sick from being dehydrated uh being put in the hospital and having a heat stroke or anything like that like you just never recover a hundred percent so i don't know it's uh just something to talk about just another situation jeff has right just another situation one of my many situations you know (laughs) my endless situations well guys we do not have a guest tonight um we will get into why our guest is not here, but our guest was going to be Chris Bainan, uh, formerly of the band Common Jones, and uh, we are going to talk to him, see what he's been up to uh, over the last uh, several months, and see what's going on with him. But, like I said, unfortunately, he's not here, and we will tell you guys why. But we do have Brandon, we do have my wife Jen, and myself, and all of you lovely people tuning in. First and foremost, thank you guys for supporting Beyond FM. If you uh, want to find out how you can do more, if you want to find out how to be a sponsor, if you want to put a monetary contribution in to help the station grow um, and work on the awesome things that we're working on, we've got uh, quite a few Beyond FM shows in the work. Uh, you can find on our pages. You can find on all of our Facebook pages, um, our personal, our 10 cents page, our 
personal page, 10 cents page, talking dollars with 10 cents beyond go anywhere. You can find all the stuff about what we're doing, all the shows we're putting up. We got shows July 16th at the conservatory in Alton, Illinois. Um, we've got, uh, just a lot of stuff. Jen's going to go over the concert calendar with you guys to tell you what's coming up so you guys can follow along. I do want to talk about a big show happening this Saturday at Diamond Music mm-hmm. Hall. Inimical Drive, Divide the Empire, uh, Lydia's Castle, right? No, or Wild and Free. At the top of the show. Which one? Okay. Yeah. Both of them, Wild and Free. Wild and Free and Lydia's, Lydia's Castle. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. uh, DJ Tony Patrico spinning the ones and twos. Uh, I'm thinking after or before the show. Don't know which one. Uh, Sponsored by one of our sponsors, Inkspot. Yep. Sponsored by Inkspot Tattoo, which is one of our sponsors for Beyond FM and one of my favorite sponsors for Today in History or Local News. And... I don't have much for either of those, but I do have one uh, thing, a couple of things I want to talk MC about. MC so. by Learn. Huh? MC, MC by, by Learned. Re- learned. Learn <laughs> from. Learned. <laughs> learned from. This is how uh, learned doctors. She's from. KC. KC. Yes. I wanted to say KMOX, and I'm like, that is not right. That's why I was like, K. All right, guys, this is Talking Dollars with 10 Cents on Beyond FM. We are going to have a short show tonight because we don't have a guest, and uh, I just don't have a lot planned for you guys, but we are going to go over things. Please stay tuned. Uh, We got some music coming your way. We will be back after these commercial breaks and songs. We'll be right back after this. The best of everything STL. Beyond Beyond FM. FM. New music first. I'll run the fall cost of lies. Because 
This is Jen. And this is Jeff. From Ten Cents. You can catch us talking dollars or ten cents every Thursday night on Beyond FM. Always remember. Listen. Love. Promote.
This is Talking Dollars with 10 cents on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL, or as we like to say, this is what St. Louis sounds like. I am glad to be back here for another uh, Thursday night with you guys. Like I said, we weren't here last week. Uh, we missed you all. Uh, next week, uh, the 23rd, we have comedian Gary Becker coming back in. If you missed out on the first time he was here, uh, well, join in next Thursday at 7 p.m. and we will have Gary Becker back with us. Um, if you did catch it the first time, tune back in and, and enjoyed what you heard. You get to hear it again. So it was fun. Yeah. He was a fun time. He was a good time. And he's done a handful of stuff since then, so he'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I want to kind of get into real quick um, about our guest that was supposed to join us tonight. Um, I told you we'd get into it a little bit when we got back. So Chris Bainan was supposed to be joining us tonight, but uh, I don't, I can't really put my finger on how he last minute forgot that he was flying cross country to go learn very exotic skills to help the people in the Moroccan islands with their cheese cheese shortage that they have going on. I didn't know if you guys knew this, but there's a big cheese shortage in the Moroccan islands and Chris Bain and God bless his heart is flying out there tonight. Like totally forgot. Like we book it and he's like, Hey guys, today I'm flying to uh, cross country. Uh, I believe he's flying from St. Louis to uh, California and then had departing from California to France. Um, his first stop of the trip is to France, where he is going to be learning the cultural culturalization uh, process of uh, the milk over there in France. And apparently it's warm canning. I guess he's going to learn the process of warm canning cow's milk. Jen, yes. give a, why, why do they do, what's so, why is he got to so go to France? So most of the milk sold in France is pasteurized at ultra high temperatures and therefore it doesn't have to be stored in the cold, which oh. is a completely different pasteurization process than what the United States goes through. Plus, I bet it allows easier shipment. I mean, you don't have to, you know, right. less, so, no so. refrigeration trucks and. So Chris is going to France to learn how to uh, process milk in a warm environment, uh, it, you know, say that again. What are they doing? The process it. Why they pasteurize it? Pasteurize it. Ultra high temperatures. So he's going to learn how to do that. So then he can take his milk to the Moroccan islands. And but after he goes to France, I think he told me that he's flying to the UK, and the UK has a yearly. I don't know what they call it. What do they call it? Is there a name for this, Jen? Um, I think it's a cheese roll competition. They the cheese roll have off a competition to roll after a, a giant cheese wheel. So it sounds like they make these cheese wheels. So he's now I'm starting to see the connection here. So he's going to France to learn to ultra pasteurize, pasteurize the milk to keep it warm, safer travels to Moroccan islands. Now he's going to the UK to learn how to make cheese wheels and then chase them down a hill. Yeah, so they actually have this annual uh, Cooper's Hill cheese rolling competition. God, this guy's amazing. Where people race down a 200-yard hill chasing a giant wheel of cheese. Wow, amazing. Brandon, what's your thoughts on this, man? 
That's crazy. I mean, this I guy's even, dedicated, I didn't, I didn't right? Even know he was that into cheese. I mean, okay, so I knew he played soccer, but I guess he's putting his soccer skills to test. Oh, uh, have you ever Should seen this competition? This, this is a real, the real thing. Like they, have you I ever seen I've where seen, they like drive the carts down yeah, the hills I, I and I they have seen some like run down a hill. It, yeah, this is they chase a cheese wheel, a big jump. What kind of cheese does it say? Um, it just says a cheese wheel, and it looks like a Jello. Hmm, probably a sharp Gouda. cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Brandon. That was good. Um, so, and then after that, so he's flying to Sweden to hone up on his cheese slicing making skills because apparently Sweden has the best cheese slicers. And like, if you want to really learn how to slice your cheese, you go to Sweden. Tell us a little bit about that, hun. Swedish are so serious about the cheese that they use a cheese slicer, which is said to be actually invented by the Norwegians. And they they use this amazing cheese slicer instead of a regular knife. And it just gives you the perfect um, slice of cheese. I mean, absolutely. More... more Better even, than a deli. More like the, even in anything that you could cut with a knife here mm. in the States. And I've heard it's all handcrafted. And so Chris is going to go down and it's molded out of clay. Uh, they make the mold out of clay. So Chris is going to go down to Sweden and sit at one of the little pottery tables. And his instructor is going to then show him how to mold the cheese slicer. But in the, I would really hope that they do a reenactment of Ghost from the movie Ghost uh, with the uh, clay, ta- you know, the little. Is that how they make the cheese? Yeah, well, that's how they make the grater. You get see, uh, he's already learned how to process the milk, the cheese. Now he's learning to grate, and then he's going to bless his heart, go down and spend some time in the Mor- Moroccan islands and uh, help them culturalize and uh, you know create their own cheese. So let me just give a big round of applause to that guy, right? Big round of applause to Chris Bain, and God bless him, man. He is taking care of the cheese shortage in the Moroccan islands. Um, I, I cannot wait to hear the stories he's got to tell about this when he comes in, when we reschedule with him. Um, and I, I just got to know how it slipped his mind that he was leaving. Do you remember when Peanut went somewhere? Uh, well, he went to the Cacauan Islands to dig a well. Wasn't that, that was, uh, yeah. And I think Justin was down there with them. Justin was down there with them. Yeah. And they, they went to dig wells for the cow and no, no. people. Cause they were midgets <laughs> with short arms and couldn't dig. So Justin and peanut had to help them. I don't know if that's the preferred nomenclature. Uh, they were dwarfs. I, you are so right. That was a hard M. I don't know if that's even acceptable today. They're little people with short arms, yeah, I and think very they, long I think legs. Pygmies, yes, pygmy, yeah, short, yeah, with we really long legs there. and short um, arms. Yeah, I'll see if we can um, locate that interview from many, many years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That yeah. was three years ago with our Bob Barker microphones. Oh man, that was a good time. Those were fun. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, um, I do have a couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, let's take another musical break real quick. We'll play a song or two for you before uh, I forget. 
the last break we had, we got to hear Outrun the Fall. Brandon, what was the name of that song? Cost of Lies. Cost of Lies. I said it at the beginning. The special extended version, too, that's not on Spotify. Who? Only BFM has it. it. Beyond FM is the only one place that has it, honestly. And that sexy voice announcing the new music. Tony, we need to put the OTF boys in more rotation. I do notice they do not get played enough on... uh, on the Jeff's uh, words, not rotation. mine. No, this is totally my <laughs> words. Uh, let's not, uh, you know, I know there's a lot, but uh, we need a, uh, those, those boys are some bangers of some songs, man. And I tell you what, there is nothing like on a day when you're pissed off and you get in your car and you listen to Beyond it's FM. All hot. And here come yeah, all hot and your knee pits are sweating and, and it's just gross and, uh, you listen to some Cost of Lies or Wolf Tiger or, I mean, there's so Flood. many. Dude, so many. Good, Flood, yeah. Um, I'm just naming my my yeah, favorites. Man. but uh, we're, try, we're trying to bring back Barbecue Bash. We're going to try and do Barbecue Bash 2, Secret yeah. of the Q. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. It's still early, but we might be we might be throwing something together for that. If Dude, remembers the first one. I totally remember it, and I've been we've been talking since it's been done about doing it again, and I'm stoked to hear that things are in the works. So we'll let you guys know about that uh, when that comes out. But like I said, let's take a music break, uh, play one or two songs, and we will be back. And I want to talk about you guys are all familiar with Paw Patrol, right? Yes. Yes. Are you familiar with Poop Patrol? No. no. Well, we'll talk about that when we get back. This is Talking Dollars with 10 Cents on Beyond FM. This is what St. Louis sounds like. Enjoy what you're hearing.
FM 24-7. This is Talking Dollars with 10 Cents. God, you gotta love it when kids come in. What was that? Were you starting another song, baby? Um, I didn't mean to play the. I I didn't mean for us to come right back in. That was only one song. Oh, and, and you the played bumper, the bumper, and it's mm. knocking on me. And I was not fast enough, and so I had to let it play. And then you thought it was time, and you were on the phone. I did <laughs> listen. God, I got one listen, week off I love and my I am kids. Rusty as fuck. <laughs> I remember my first podcast, you guys. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something, okay? I, I, like, if you guys could see me, I'm frustrated. I'm holding the mic. I never hold the mic, and I'm holding the mic because... This heat's got you heated, Dude, bro. listen, I love my kids, but sometimes kids can be... How's the word I describe? Those are noodles. Crispy. Those are crispy noodles. Sorry. Fried noodles, Keep Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's checking out our Chinese food that we Well, it's we like brought. on display in front of me. I, I, it is a buffet. It's a, it's a huge buffet. <laughs> we always go big on when we go with food. Um, no, listen, kids, okay, my son, I love him to death, um, but sometimes he's not the smartest, brightest boy, and, like, clearly... I've held conversations with him today and I'm like, Hey man, we got our radio show to do. And he just calls me as we're, and I thought it threw me off. Never mind, you guys. That's why we had the problem. But anyways, hey, um, I want to talk to you guys about a thing that is real. Uh, like I said, you guys have all heard of poop, uh, Paw Patrol, you know, but not poop patrol, huh? Well, San Francisco, okay? Good old San Francisco, and it almost makes me go, well, no kid. It's San Francisco. San Francisco has de- developed a poop patrol mm-hmm. to clean up the growing amount of feces on its sidewalks thanks to the homeless epidemic. Number two is becoming San Francisco's number one problem. The city has been experiencing a growing number of public pooping on its streets by the local homeless population. Is this pooping in the streets? Apparently, it's bad enough that the city had to put together a poop patrol that walks around with power washers, or I should say drives around with trucks and power washers to literally just clean the streets that have just oh oh and they call it a brown out epidemic <laughs> this is no joke no joke guys based on data from the san francisco department of public works the organization recently came out with an interactive map that shows every public defecation report that has come into the city's 311 hotline so they have a hotline for poop calls because it has gotten so bad that I guess you don't like, dude, could you imagine me walking down the street and you're like, ah, oh, damn dogs. Nope. Nope. That was Frank on the corner over there. I mean, and, and people start calling in and like, Hey man, there's a big pile of poop on the corner of eighth and third. And like, I could do a whole show on poop stories. I bet you could. I bet you could. But look at this. Okay, I'm going to show you guys again. You guys can look this up. It's out there. Just search the Poop Patrol in uh, San Francisco. And literally, the interactive map that they have that you can find, look at the brown. It's like a... (laughs) Wow. 
That's a lot of shit. Where is that? San Francisco. They're like the whole state of San, like the whole city of San Francisco is a brown, and it looks like brown shit out. on the map. Yeah, it's a brown I would say it looks like brown. poop on the map. That's interesting. And then look at the, look, do you see the three like off on their own? Yeah. On the freeway? Yeah, those are. <laughs> do you see that? They at least look, try to get out of town. Look off to the left. There's, do you see the three off on That's their own? That's funny, yeah. Yeah, so there's like a whole mass and then there's like three down the road a couple of miles away. So anyways. Um, they walked really far to go poop. Yeah. It says even at a glance, the map is a little overwhelming. I would say so. Yeah. I would think so. I feel like you're going to step in shit for sure. Brown mapping pins point to the exact street location of every pile of poop report. (laughs) This is no joke. This is a true story. The city is completely covered with these pins, making it quite difficult to recognize the neighborhoods and street signs without an extremely zoomed in view of the map. Oh, God. Like, could you imagine? Is it like you got, it's like, is this pile of shit still there? Hit a button if it's like, if it's not there. And is it, it like Waze? The what's yeah. the, what's the app with Waze? Yeah. Like where you can put like there's a cop there and like somebody marks it and then you can go by and be like, cleaned it up or yep. it's no longer this there. This pile of shit's gone. Right. Um, let's see here. Uh <laughs> Oh, man. It says the organization also released an accompanying graphic chart. (laughs) The the progression of the San Francisco's public defecation reports. In 2001, it was... Do they have more homeless than anywhere else? I guess so. For every 10... California for sure does anyways. So in 2001, apparently there was an estimated 5,547 poops (laughs) on the street. Uh, in 2018, Can you imagine that being your career, like you walking have to around scout and out scouting the poops, the poops and number the- them and like get DNA samples to find so, out who they belong to. Guys, this from two, so in seven years at now, I don't know what it is now because this chart only goes up to 2018. The story was reported in 2019. So, um, again, take it out. So you will. I'm sure there's probably now, more sure. poops by, by now, but and since 2011 to 2018, in seven years, it tripled by three times to 28,064 poops per, per the, the boundaries. Per, per Saint, San Francisco. Per capita. Per, I was going to say per square block. Could you imagine? 20,000 shits per square block. You're stepping in shit for sure. Right? Oh, there's no missing those Oh, everybody has fucking C. diff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, this story is unbelievable. There's more. um, I feel like that could totally be a South Park episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. South Park, if you're listening. (laughs) Oh my God! Okay, so they Golden break this. Idea. They break this down <laughs> that according to the San Francisco Chronicle, concerned citizens called. Okay, how many how many phone calls a day do you think they get about poop on the on the street? If you before I tell you guys the answer, how many times a day? Because they break it down. So how many times a day do you think they get a call about? Shit on the sidewalk. 30. Higher. What? 
Is this for real? This is for real. Take what do you think, Jen? Fifty higher. Holy f bombs, Brandon. He's googling seventy five. <laughs> Okay, 65 oh. calls about You win for being the closest. Diet. Actually, yep. I do for not going over. The closest if we were playing by the Price is Right rules. Congratulations, yeah. baby. You did you. great. <laughs> um, so, so in between January, so the be- beginning of January, first of the year through August, they would get 14,597 calls, which breaks down to 65 calls a day. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Also, which is probably why they had to have a poop patrol because it, the cops are getting overcrowded with their emergency lines <laughs> are getting tied up by um, all these poop calls. Yeah. Like who, who does, is that part like street division, I guess? Like I would not want to work for the highway department I in would, California you know, then. I don't know. Hey guys, we're going to have you out with a shovel and the a CDC maybe. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Right. The health department. I mean, um, it's, you know, feces is definitely, um, it's just like blood. Do they and, compost? And blood and urine. Like anything could be transferred through that. So that mm. has to be some kind of disease control, health department, something. To HEPA be, vacuums. To, <laughs> to keep track of it. Do not put do not put iRobots out on the street. They will just smear it everywhere. They don't they don't vacuum it up. They just like so don't do that. Well, if you want to know, so the amount of poop on San Francisco streets had gotten so bad that in 2018 the city finally decided to do something about it, and it is under the direction of the public works department. So they specialized a cleanup unit known to some as the poop patrol in an effort to keep the city streets clean and prevent unwanted disease. Uh, cleaning workers within the unit are tasked with the unfortunate duty <laughs> to spot and clean up fecal matter found on the streets. The team is equipped with facial masks and other protective gear and carry large sprays of disinfectant to wash away any leftover poop from sidewalks. I can't make this shit up. I've been talking to the department. Uh, the mayor says, what are we going to do about the poop? <laughs> and so... Do you imagine being that mayor? Could you imagine running for mayor and be like, I swear I will clean up all the poop. I will make <laughs> sure the poop is all cleaned up off the streets and everything's good. No. Um, and I, so, um, is not all of the poop that has been cleaned up comes from people. Some of the fecal, fecal matter that people, <laughs> Some of the fecal matter that Poop Patrol found also comes from irresponsible dog owners. You nasty, nasty bastards. Um, from the homeless dogs. Yeah, so it sounds like that uh, they are definitely trying to deal with this issue. Uh, again, this was founded in 2018. So I'm going to give a big round of applause to the Poop Patrol of San Francisco fighting the... Dirty streets. He wants to go to San Francisco so we can poop on the streets. Right. Well, you got people homeless. who've been there and they never saw no poop. Not like that. <laughs> where it depends on where you did go. Did you see I that guess. map, Brandon? It's there. Yeah, I, I did see the map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brown guys. out. Bra- yeah, brown out. That is that is hilarious. Brown out pandemic. 
Fuck COVID. Uh, right? Maybe that's what <laughs> we started. Had a poop now listen, this was this was prior to COVID. This was 2018. They found they they started the poop patrol. What if it didn't come from Wuhan? China and it really came from San Francisco and it was from all of the poop poop from the fecal cauliflower. Co- yeah, you just, you just have a bunch of pink eye, <laughs> like chronic. Did you know that you should um, actually store your toothbrushes outside of the bathroom, or you should at least cover them with a toothbrush cover? Yes, because every time, every time you-, you take a poop. Coliform flies through the air onto I mean, the head of your toothbrush. Though? I mean, I'm sitting on the toilet. But it, it dude, when you I'm, flush, I've got a pretty when got you a pretty flush, good... it it expands like thirty feet. Okay, it's true. So I it's, guess I guess I, has proved it. I guess I guess you would close the lid of the toilet. Would that even help while yes. you poop? No, no, no. When no. you flush, <laughs> yes, it would. And and they have said that that why you poop. <laughs> That's what started this whole poop in the street problem. <laughs> you know, maybe if they gave places for the homeless to be able to use the bathroom, and I know there's a lot of big controversy of people being like, well, if you leave bathrooms open, then they're going to turn them into a drug place or sex or crimes are going to happen. Huh? What? Do you, what, what? what are you no, questioning? Fin- finish, your, finish your story. No, like if you, you know, like yeah, city not, parks, yeah, they, they don't leave the bathrooms open all night. They look New Orleans is like that. And you have to actually pay to pay, exactly, go to the bathroom. Because they don't want. Public it, bathrooms it, are tr- open windows and it's just like a trough for guys to piss in, but you're turned the opposite way. But when you walk by, you can see a line of guys standing there pissing in this trough because mm. that's what the bathroom is and that's the public bathroom. Um, yeah. But it keeps homeless people from keeps, uh, housing in there. I've heard that with California too. I mean, that's yeah. it, the, the California has one of the high, you know, uh, clearly San Francisco and when we were skid row, skid row is one of the biggest, you know, I'm sure that's a problem there too. I've never really thought about it until they I just came didn't across make an that. Article about right. It. But I mean, when and you have brown a out brownout, like, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, uh, crazy, crazy story. So um, let's take another break real quick. And Welcome then, to Talking Poop with 10 Cent. Right? <laughs> I just thought that was pretty interesting. I, I really giggled. I, I didn't realize how amusing that story was going to be. That was pretty funny. Um, I did not make it up. You can look up. Again, I, I didn't I laugh until you, you showed me the map, and then now the whole thing is funny to me. Right? Brownout. <laughs> and, dude, that's what it it Brownout didn't make sense until yeah. you see the map. Yeah. Now it all, no. it all came together. So as I was before the show, I'm going through these news stories, and it says Poop Patrol. And, of course, immediately I think Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, you know, because we have kids, and, and uh, that's just me. And uh, I secretly like to watch Paw Patrol, so... Um, it just Jeff made does me on giggle. Saturday mornings when I'm at work. Yeah, and it made me giggle, and I was like, "Could you imagine Poop Patrol?" And it's it's like these guys they got, wearing they, like, they got this whole theme yeah, song. They got this whole theme <laughs> song, and they're riding around in their like red and blue cars, and they're like their trucks playing music. Come on, Johnny, or come on, racer, let's go. Everybody spray poops. The, yeah, everybody poops. <laughs> Whether you're homeless or not, you gotta go. <laughs> everybody poops on the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> All right, let's take a music break again. And uh, when we get back, I do want to go today in history. Brandon's going to love it. And I only have one. 
one thing the inventor of the toilet happened today, right. John Crapper. No, what just year? Kidding, just kidding. <laughs> the year today is 1884, Brandon. Uh, don't you <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this music break. The cost, no matter the stakes, we will rise from the ground, rise from the flames. We will move on, we will move on. Lost to love, lost to faith, a driving force, a bitter name. We will move on, we will move on. Whoa! 
what is going on today, guys? What's okay, I'll tell right my This new job is taking all of my like brain cells. So I'm learning so much, and I already had very little room to put new stuff. And then I took a week off, and I'm like, it's like my first time for real. Sorry. You have been taking in so much information at work, though. I don't blame you. Like, your head's My brain's fried right now. Yeah. With information. Yeah. Brandon, do your impersonation again. I did it. No, come on, do it again. No, I already did it. I missed it. I know. He he did it while we were talking. I missed it. Super deep voice. That was my professional radio voice. (laughs) Was that what that was? Yeah. (laughs) This is talking dollars with 10 cents. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This is talking dollars with 10 cents on Beyond FM. For all you. Then you're like, hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just. What a, yeah. I never, you never know what you're going to get with me. You never know what you're going to get with me. That is so true. So true. I remember when you were like sick and you lost your voice? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, guys. Hey, I've got a uh, Today in History. And yes. yeah, Brandon is loving it. And I actually only have one Today in History. Nothing really other than this kind of caught my attention. So. I do want to tell you that on this day, June 16th, 1884, the very first roller coaster in America opens at Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. I like that one. Good one. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Listen, man. 1884. Can you imagine riding a roller coaster in 1884, dude? Was that when the World Fair was? Or like around that time? A... So the Chicago World Fair happened first, and then so 1904, the 1904 I mean was the St. Louis World Fair. Okay. So, I mean, 20 years oh, later, <laughs> 20 years later, babe, it was... Also, I would not ride those rides. But I almost died in 2012. Pretty on a sure ride, the safety so. precautions back then were minimal. Very little, little to none, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, yeah. So <laughs> the... When it was first opened, it was known as a switchback railway is what they were called. They didn't call them roller coasters because, well, they were not really much of a... It was basically a platform that you climbed up on, and it the when the lever was dropped, the cart would roll down the hill like a slide, mm-hmm. only you were in a cart, okay? And uh, so it... it it cost a nickel to ride, and guess what the top speed of the first coaster was. 35 miles an hour. Not even close, buddy. Oh, shit. Higher or lower? Lower. 10. Close. 12. Lower. It's lower than 10. Six miles, a whopping six miles an hour is how the top speed on the very wow. first roller coaster. Yep. So it was built by, um, nope, nope, nope. Where is it? It was, uh, the brainchild of LaMarcus Thompson. Uh, and it traveled, like I said, six miles per hour, cost a nickel to ride. The new entertainment was an instant success. And by the turn of the century, there were hundreds of roller coasters around the co- country. So big shout out to them. And not to mention Coney Island is also famous for in 1867 having a hot dog stand 
by the name of Nathan's, and I'm it was guess that. opened in 1916. Uh, a nickel hot dog stand called Nathan's was opened and uh, went on to become Coney Island Institution and International Franchise. Not only is Nathan's famous for its hot dogs, but it's famous what that happens every 4th of July, Brandon. What, what else is Nathan's hot dogs famous for? Fireworks. No. Hot dog yep. eating contest. Yes, there it is. Ding, ding, ding. Jen, your answer was... Incorrecto, Brando. Correct. So, anyways, guys, um, that's what happened today, Did June sixteenth, eighteen eighty four. What? Didn't somebody choke and die while doing that? Hot dog. The hot dog eating time. No, that know. almost happened at Spectrum of Sound. Yes, that did. <laughs> that did, and I think a wrestler successfully gave him the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, we saw a hero in action. No, it was Kyle. Or was it Kyle, Kyle? from uh, Luxora? Luxora. Yeah, it was. Kyle saved his life. He like a man of action, like jumped up on stage. It was actually pretty impressive. It was indeed. And I, I, I admit, I, I was panicking. I thought someone was going to die. <laughs> we had a doctor there. <laughs> Fine. We did. We did no to san- to sanction the fight. Also, that was off of a sh- Shamrocks. It was uh, a Shamrocks burger. One of one our sponsors. Pound, one pound burger. <laughs> so get your one pound burger at Shamrocks Pub and Grill. 3770 Mexico Road. Is that right? 3773. Fuck, I knew there was a lot of sevens. I was close. Yeah, it's it's a same, no, 7337 because it's backwards. I'm sort of dyslexic. 7337 Mexico Road, Shamrock's Pub and Grill in St. Peter's, That's Missouri. That's the actual address. Out. That's the get actual address. Get the burger address. there, though, but yeah. eat it slow. It's, it's good, yeah. Eat it slow, and it's fantastic all right guys this is it i'm wrapping up um jen's eating her second dinner and uh i'm running out of things to say so i do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors gaslight studio rockstar tacos throttle america shamrocks pub and grill ink spot tattoo underground stl rock paper podcast Artist United Network, Dania Artemisi, Pops Nightclub. Um, uh, there's another one. Um, we just added a new one, and I'm so sorry for not remembering it. I had it on the tip of my tongue, and now if I say the name, I'm going to butcher it, and I apologize for that. But we do. We'll be better next week, I promise. Yeah, check out because we are actually getting more sponsors again if you want to be a sponsor uh sponsorships guys there's as little as just making a monetary donation to the studio to help us keep this growing and bringing you guys uh we're like pbs over here motherfucker we're uh pbs bitches um we are doing this to support the local artists to support you guys, uh, local businesses, artists, models, uh, photographers, videographers, engineers, producers, we are here to give you guys a place to put your music out and get a taste of what St. Louis sounds like because St. Louis is amazing with the music and local scene. So um, we have sponsorships. Yeah, you raising your hand. What's up? I, um, I have a concert calendar whenever you're done with. Oh, do it. <laughs> right now? Okay, so we have lots of shows coming up very, very soon, such as tomorrow night, Friday, June 17th, Number One Sons with the Chandelier Swing and Sewer Urchin at the Sinkhole. That show starts at 8 p.m. 
We also have Inimical Drive coming up on Saturday, June 18th at Diamond Music Hall. They will be with their friends, our friends also, The Wild and Free, Lydia's Castle, and Divide the Empire with a special post-show dance party by Tony Patrico on the ones and twos and hosted by Learn Radio from KC95. Lots and lots of stuff going on that night. Make your way out to Diamond Music Hall Saturday night, June 18th. Doors... This is 412 to 412 p.m., but I don't think that's correct. So uh, just show up sometime tomorrow evening at Diamond Music. <laughs> just show up at 412, guys. Not 410, 412. <laughs> Thursday, June 23rd at the Heavy Anchor, we have Blavik Hippie, The Centrets, and Daisy Chain. Again at the Heavy Anchor on Thursday, June 23rd. That is at 8 p.m., um, Friday, June 24th at the Duck Room, we have Bleach at Blueberry Hill. Again, Friday, June 24th, Ooh. 8 p.m. at the Duck Room. And then June 25th, Saturday at the Heavy Anchor, we had Blinded by Stereo Record Release Party and Pirate Signal. Um, that will have doors open at 8 p.m. again at the Heavy Anchor and Saturday, June 25th. And that's our concert calendar. That can be found at www.beyondfm24-7.com. That's it for concert Good job, calendar. Jen. <laughs> Way to go, Jen. I was just going to see how long I could Thanks. not talk and if you guys would just pick up, but both of you are... Nope, not happening. Uh, I spoke up immediately. Actually, <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> thanks. The look on his when you, did you were, see the look well, on his face when you were choking a while ago, mm-hmm. and you had to step away from the mic, and I was, uh, yeah, I had to hold that down for a minute while yeah, you man. unchoked yourself. <laughs> I was choking myself, guys. It was Joe time. I was choking myself over here, and just kidding. Um, that's it. Uh, next week. We have Gary Becker and uh, Good Times Fun Show, and I'll practice a lot before next week. Yeah, don't, don't yeah, do better, be better, do better, do better next time, <laughs> do better. We'll all do better, guys. And I'm really excited again to have Gary Becker in for a second time. And uh, Brandon, thanks for uh, being here tonight. No I'm problem. glad you didn't have a game tonight in that sweltering heat. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're thankful for that as well. Swamp ass. Right. Yeah. Swamp ass. Dude, I was drenched on Tuesday. Swamp Ooh. ass for sure. You know, we actually have a warning, a, a, warning, a swamp ass warning. Leave the building. Yeah, yes. no, don't leave the building because uh, it's too hot out there. But anyways, guys, we will... Uh, See you guys next week and see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Good this night. is Talking Dollars with 10 Cents on Beyond FM. This is what St. Louis sounds like. We'll see you guys next week.